Welcome to the Market Pulse podcast from Equifax, where we break down the latest economic and credit insights to help you navigate today's business landscape. Today on the Market Pulse podcast, we're going to focus on small business and commercial credit insights and industry trends. I'm your host, Teresa Fries, and my guest this week is Sarah Briscoe, Senior Data Scientist at Equifax. Sarah, welcome back, and thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So, Sarah, top of everyone's mind, the second round of stimulus just came through. When we're talking about small business support, I believe it was $284 billion that was earmarked for PPP. How do you foresee that impacting the industry, or what did we learn from the first round that we should consider as we look to this, you know, to the impact after the second stimulus? What we really saw in the last round of stimulus was more a decrease in lighter delinquency. And we didn't really see a decrease in severe delinquency or in default, uh, sort of precursors to business closure. So I'm cautiously optimistic about the, the next level of stimulus that perhaps it could save some businesses who may be on the, on the cusp of becoming delinquent. Um, but the amounts of aid that we're seeing, we didn't really see a decrease in business closures. So it's a cautious optimism, but I'm not sure how far it's going to go in terms of businesses who are severely struggling right now, if it will save those businesses at this time. And so on that note, with the severe delinquencies or the more mild delinquencies, what are you seeing in the trends, the small business um, delinquency index? So right now, uh, the 31 to 90 days past due rates, uh, they're slightly up year over year, but they've flattened quite a bit since the, some of the sharp increases that we saw in the beginning of the pandemic, and then a sharp decrease of reopenings and accommodations extended um, and all of that. So the 30 looks closer to historical levels, although it's still a little bit elevated, whereas severe delinquency, uh, think about something that's past 90 days past due, 91 plus days past due, has sharply increased and has remained at a very elevated level. We've not really seen that go down with PPP, with stimulus. It has become very elevated very quickly and stayed that way. What are some of those industries that are in that severe delinquency, that that area of severe delinquency? Right now, the highest level of severe delinquency are retail and restaurant businesses, which I don't think is a surprise to anyone out there. But they they really have sharply increased and still continue to increase uh, to the point where it's up 50% year over year. So really large numbers out there. Uh, There's a lot of restrictions still on the restaurant industry as a whole. Uh, where there's reopening with other industries, it's just not happening at the same rate, particularly in big cities for, for restaurant businesses. And what are you seeing? Any surprises? Um, you know, as, as you mentioned, it's probably not surprising to everyone, the restaurants and some retail, but are there any industries that are a surprise to you in the data? Uh, one that kind of uh, came up quite quickly was agriculture has increased sharply over the past couple of months to the point where now the 91 to 180 days past due rate for agriculture businesses is just it's just 14 percent below where it was in the last recession those levels Um, and it's a complicated sector because there's a lot of different things happening with agriculture you have exports but really the the price of 
of doing business has increased a lot for agriculture businesses, as well as um, issues with bulk product sold to restaurants, uh, catering, schools. That level has gone down and the industry has needed to pivot to more of a consumer focused approach. So it's a combination of factors that's causing some stress there. Any other surprises in that higher delinquency or do you want to shift back down to the to lower delinquency and, and what typically you're seeing in that area? One thing happening as well that was a bit of a surprise was construction delinquencies, severe delinquencies that were 91 to 180 days past due has increased the past two months, whereas we saw a sharp decrease for those in, in the summer and the fall that industry was sort of booming in the summer and the falls. People were at home or schools were vacant or other business places were vacant and work was able to be done uh, through the, with the construction industry. Whereas now coming into the winter, we're seeing some increases in delinquency where maybe that boom for construction is starting to wane a little bit. Do you think some of that might just be the seasonality factor too, with it being the colder months, the outside construction might be slowing down a bit? We do seasonally smooth it and adjust it, but uh, it, it could be an increased factor this year because people are a little more wary of having people inside their homes working. So it, it could be a, a slight increase from what we would normally see as a drop in business for a construction industry in the winter. And so then when we do start looking at the less severe delinquency trends, are, were there any surprises in that data set? I was surprised that it... Uh, it's leveled off in, in this way. I had expected it to drop a little bit more as we were seeing a lot of accommodations introduced. Uh, we'll see if it drops again through the next stimulus. I'm thinking this plateau may drop a little bit more uh, when, we, when we get into some of the stimulus data and the PPP round two that's about to come through. Let's shift now to investment trends. Your indices also point to investments or trends in investing among small business and commercial. What what are you seeing in that data? We're seeing some improvement in, in investment and in, in small business lending. The exceptions are particularly two industries that were extremely hard hit, which is accommodations and food services. That's going to be your hotels, your restaurants, uh, places like that as well as uh, arts and entertainment, where those types of businesses have not really been able to reopen at all. It's very challenging for those businesses until we have widespread vaccination efforts and, and things like that. So that's really become more and more depressed, um, but we're seeing some slight improvements for transportation industries, things like that. And so it's a very disparate picture right now between different different industries in terms of investment. So that was some great insight, both on the delinquency and then the, the lending or investing trends. What additional information, you know, do you see geographic patterns, whether in delinquency or lending trends? Um, you know, we talked ex you know, extensively on the industry types. What about geographically? What are you saying? At this time, the Southwest has really started to stand out as a, a place that's seeing a lot of high stress, some of the highest stress in the country. Actually, in December, Arizona showed the highest 91 to 180-day uh, delinquency rate in, in the entire country, and it was over double what we saw a year ago for that state. New Mexico uh, is the fourth highest. Nevada, 
and California are both in the top 10. And a lot of this is driven by the huge impact of retail uh, in, in these spaces. So it's a lot about what type of economy does the state have and how are they affected by drops in tourism, by drops in business travel, conferences drying up. Uh, and you, we think about a city like Las Vegas, who has really suffered. That's where Nevada pops up on, on our radar here. Uh, if you look at the unemployment rates for the southwestern states that I just mentioned, all of those states have unemployment rates that are higher than the national average. So it all sort of weaves together here where we're, we're starting to see quite a bit of elevated stress in those western, southwestern areas. So, Sarah, we've talked about those geographies that are impacted the greatest right now. Which ones have the least impact? What parts of the country are either improving or have less of an impact that you're seeing right now? Uh, the past couple of months, Iowa, Minnesota, Montana, the Dakotas, those northern states are seeing some of the lowest rates of delinquency in the country. And you think about these states that have a lot uh, different economies than some of the larger states with big cities that have suffered really with the, the pandemic. Even their tourism type activities are really outdoor activities uh, that are not as impacted by the, the pandemic. Their unemployment rates are, for most of these states, nearly half the national average. So the the impact is, is much less in areas like that versus some of the southern or western states or large states with, with economies that are dependent on large cities. Thank you, Sarah. And you all host a monthly webinar, correct? The Small Business Insights webinar. If you want to learn more, I believe you just hosted one on January 27th, and your next one will be on February 17th. And you guys are joining us in our Market Pulse webinar on March 4th. Lots of opportunity for our listeners to learn even more about the small business indices, delinquency indices, and the lending indices. So we hope you enjoyed today's more conversational episode of Market Pulse and that the insights we shared will help you keep a better pulse on the market and in turn, make more confident business decisions. To access the latest consumer credit and small business insights, contact your Equifax account representative today or visit us online at equifax.com forward slash business. Click the show notes for direct access to register for the upcoming small business webinars that we just discussed or visit us online at Market Pulse. That's equifax.com forward slash Market Pulse. And you can register for our upcoming March webinar where we'll also be focused on small business and commercial. If you enjoyed the insight shared today, we invite you to subscribe to this podcast series and please post a review. Let us know how we're doing. Go ahead and suggest topics as well for future podcasts or for Market Pulse webinars in general. You can also email marketpulsepodcast at equifax.com. So that's all the time we have for today. Thank you once again to our guest, Sarah Briscoe. And be sure to tune in next month for the Market Pulse podcast series from Equifax. Thank you for listening. Do you need more insight into small business financial stress and default risk? Check out our Paynet Small Business Delinquency Index. It features segmentation into more than 130 indices. Plus, you'll get the visibility you need to set credit oversight policies and more. See our show notes for more information on our Paynet Small Business Delinquency Index. The information and opinions provided in this podcast are intended as general guidance only and are subject to change without notice. The views presented during the podcast are those of the presenter as of the date this podcast was recorded and do not necessarily reflect official positions of Equifax. 
Investor analysts should direct inquiries using the Contact Us box on the Investor Relations section at Equifax.com.